Welcome to the Silver Caduceus Association podcast, where we take a break to explore how Medical Service Corps officers shape the story of the Army. This is our story, and I'm your host, Dave Paramore. Let's get started. Well, uh, hello, everyone. Dave Paramore again for the SCA podcast. Um, wow, what a what a privilege today. We've got some uh, an exciting guests. We've got Lisa Weatherington and Bev Beavers, uh, retired MSC officers. And uh, what's really exciting about their participation today is we have a Medical Service Corps reunion coming up um, later this year. And so they're here to talk about it. Welcome, Lisa and Bev. Thank Good you. <laughs> Glad to have you. Um, well, you know, we, uh, we kind of do this on each podcast, um, kind of want to have them tell you all a little bit about themselves. Um, so Lisa, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, your career and uh, some exciting things? Okay. I'm happy to do that. So I joined the army in 1978 and ended up at the fifth infantry division at Fort Polk, Louisiana. Um, I was there in a medical battalion. That's where I started my career. And then I was back and forth between TDA and TONE units, um, traveled throughout Germany and Korea, um, between 70 Alpha and 70 Foxtrot jobs throughout my career. I ended up in the DC area, been in this area for more than 20 years. I made the rounds at Medical Research and Material Command, Northern Regional Medical Command. I was the G1 um, twice in those regions. Uh, I was at PERSCOM when it was there in the Hoffman Building, working as the Deputy for Health Services Division. I made my way over to uh, OTSG a couple of times. I was an AMAT recruiter. Uh, also worked in Policy and Programs, Office of the Surgeon General and the Personnel Directorate. Um, and I was also at uh, MRMC, Fort Diedrich, as a G1 there. And while there, um, I was selected to be the Deputy Corps Chief for the Medical Service Corps. So my last several years, uh, ending in 2007, I was a Deputy Corps Chief under the leadership of Brigadier General Sheila Baxter. So um, my career was a culmination of 29 years, two months, and 20 days on active duty. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. And you did all of that in less than three minutes explaining to it. Congratulations. That's uh... As always, I always enjoy this part of the, of the conversations, just hearing everybody's journey. Yes. Um, Bev, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career. So I was uh, commissioned in 1991 and started out at the Fort Lewis area in the 62nd Med Group, where I was able to begin that tactical side of, of learning our Medical Service Corps roles as a platoon leader and uh, later in EXO and then in the S3 shop as a, one of the battle captains at the med group level. Um, I went to the uh, combined logistics advanced course after leaving the uh, 62nd and that put me in a follow-on assignment for my company grade years at Fort Hood where I was able to serve inside of the main support battalion of the 1st Cav Division. So more growth inside of the tactical realm and then later my company command in the first cab main support battalion as well 
Um, and, and after that assignment, then went down the route of being able to work with the reserve component uh, in an ACRC assignment at, uh, in Louisiana for two years. My career took a, a change from tactical to a new functional area around 2000 through 2002 when I was selected to become a 70 Delta and get a master's in information systems management. So after getting that uh, functional area stepping in, in place, I spent most of the rest of my career going back and forth between tactical 70 hotel type assignments or 70 Delta CIO type assignments. And during that time frame, was able to serve on several of the staff level jobs across Army medicine inside the Surgeon General's office, inside of different region commands, and then finally inside of the Defense Health Agency, where my capstone assignment came working as the information, uh, the division chief for infrastructure and operations inside the J6 of the DHA. And I served proudly for uh, 28 and a half years and now have made the transition to industry where I'm still able to support our medical, our military health uh, mission. And I'm proud to be able to, to work in support of the reunion as we move forward into the summer and fall. Wow. Uh, both of you, thank you. Very impressive careers. Um, amazing. And uh, I'm really excited that uh, our listeners are going to have a chance to, to hear uh, all that you all have accomplished. Um, I think for today, we're really also excited to talk about our reunion coming up. And um, it turns out both of you are kind of co-chairing the panel that's putting together the reunion. Um, I, I'm Without further ado, maybe you all could uh, kind of share some highlights about what it means. What is this reunion about? What, uh, how do we get connected? How do we get signed up? Um, what are some benefits going to the reunion? Uh, all of that. So uh, I'll turn it over to whoever wants to go first and start telling us about it. Well, I think Lisa has the, the most experience. I, wanna, I would like to start by saying, Dave, that Lisa has been so gracious in being a part of the larger Silver Caduceus um, board membership and, and, and partnership with the chapters. And you're gonna, you're really going to enjoy listening to the understanding that she's had in preparing for previous reunions and the support needed and how she's been so giving and giving me ideas on how to be on this team of teams that we have working toward the reunion. So I think Lisa should start. Thank you, Beverly. So it's my pleasure to talk this morning about the reunion. Um, of course, Beverly or I could not get, do this alone. We have seven committee members and we have been working on this committee and this reunion for over a year. Of course, because of the pandemic, we had to delay what we were working on, but we are excited and now is the time for us to restart our planning. And so we did have a meeting um, last night to talk about our reunion. Uh, the reunion is planned for uh, October, well, September the 29th through Saturday, October the 2nd. Uh, and it's gonna be at the Crystal Gateway Marriott and that's gonna be on 1700 Richmond Highway in Crystal City, Virginia. 
we picked that location because of the, the different views, this closeness to the, the airport, um, the Potomac River, all the underground shops and walkways, and we're close to the nation's capital. So we wanted a place where folks could come together, enjoy the scenery, the Washington, D.C. area, and everything that the nation's capital has to offer. So we're all set to go to the Crystal Gateway Marriott. Um, we have some guest speakers and great topics lined up um, with uh, our, our membership, our committee uh, membership. We've been able to get guest speakers. We have um, the Surgeon General lined up, Lieutenant General Dingle to be uh, a guest speaker to talk about Army medicine. From his perspective, um, we have Major General LeMaster of the Medical Service Corps Court Chief has committed to being a speaker and Lieutenant General Place, the, the director of the Defense Health Agency, uh, has agreed to be a speaker on our Friday session. So we're excited about that. And we have tour one tour lined up for the National Museum of the United States Army. That, that museum just recently opened. So we're just looking forward to having a bus come to the hotel and pick up our, our members, our attendees, and take them down to Fort Belvoir, Virginia for that event. Um, more exciting is we, we're going to have AOC dinners, so comrades and people in our different AOCs can network together. So that is going to take place on the first day that Wednesday night. Um, and then we have a reception so everybody can be free to come over and enjoy, enjoy each other and catch up on things. And then on Saturday, we have some more sessions. Of course, we we have a memorial session that we're planning to honor all those MSCs who have um, passed away and transitioned um, from this life. So we have a great memorial service planned. We have some general sessions and we've asked um, members or a member from MOA, the Military Officers Association, to come and talk to us about benefits and compensation and what's going on for retirees at any stage of their life. Um, and even they have information that active duty personnel would be interested in hearing as well. Um, we have, we have a, a great asset here in the DC area among others. His name is Jerry Kruger, and he is the commander of the VFW Post 609 in Alexandria, Virginia. And he's agreed to help us uh, get the word out and help in any way he can um, to make this a success. So like Beverly said, last night we had a great meeting. We were talking about ways to recruit and market, market this reunion. Uh, each one of us, even on the board or the committee, reach out to at least 10 people. We're sure to exceed the numbers of attendees that have um, participated in past years. Another great feature is um, for our dinner, our banquet, that's a formal affair and that's very exciting exciting time. We have a DJ lined up. But not only that, we have a former MSD, Lieutenant Colonel retired MSD. Um, she leads the junior ROTC group out of Ellicott City, Maryland, and she has agreed to have her, her group from Howard High School come and, and be the color guard to open up our session at the banquet on Saturday night. So she's excited. In fact, she told me when we talked that she had never heard of the MSC reunion and had never attended one at all. And she asked my permission to attend. And I said, of course, we'll make sure she's invited. Um, that's number one. So her name is Patricia Marshall. And um, we're glad she's going to be attending with us. Wow. 
I mean, I, I, I don't think you left anything out. I, I, you know, there's, there's, there's something for everybody, I guess is, was my takeaway there. Um, I, the only maybe question that I would have just for our listeners, if, if when they're uh, tuning into this podcast later, um, how can they get, is there something they can do to get involved in the conversation now? Um, or, uh, what, what can they do to volunteer to help make this a success? Well, information about the reunion is on our website, uh, on the Civil Caduceus Association website. Um, of course, I'm in LinkedIn, and I'm sure Beverly is too, and our email addresses are published uh, in various, at various sites. Uh, but they can contact us directly. We have, we, we, we have more, you know, that we're excited about. We have goodie bags um, wow. that we're making, giveaways, so... If anybody has ideas on what we can put in the goodie bags as a memento oh, um, um, to give the folks um, when they leave the DC area, they can always remember this great reunion. Yeah, and, that's uh, awesome. So, so there's ways to contribute in terms of ideas and uh, outreach, and you can uh, connect with uh, Lisa and Bev on LinkedIn directly. Um, Bev, uh, you've also been involved, just kind of you know thinking of uh, new and innovative ideas to. Uh, um, you know, kind of build this into a, a great success. Uh, as we were we were talking before, maybe some highlights from you as um, and your thoughts. Uh, you know, what uh, what from your perspective, what's how is this going to be the the best reunion ever? Well, it, I, I do see it as being the best reunion ever for so many different reasons, and I I believe that as we go into the summer and fall the ability for us to have reunions of reunions across our AOCs, across with friends that we haven't seen in years as we all moved around. Uh, and in many of our cases, as such for the three of us, moving around at a time in the beginning of our careers where we didn't have the ability to stay connected the way we do today. And so through things like your podcast and LinkedIn and the the individual SCA chapters uh, and the AOC dinners, the amount of blessings that will be harvested in making these reconnections are, are going to be things that we remember for years to come as we plan for more reunions. And some of the leaders that we have been able to serve with over our career that are now at that that general officer level or their presidents and CEOs of small or even in some cases large businesses here in the national capital region or across our company. The time that we're going to have during the general sessions to reconnect, to network, to mentor, to coach, those are things that I know the three of us have made foundational in how we served when we were wearing the uniform and we've continued to make it a part of our personal lives and where we give back today. And I believe we're all going to grow from having the opportunities to, to do that even more during the days of this, this reunion. I, I believe that a lot of the retired medical Service Corps officers who maybe haven't been to a reunion in, in 10 years are going to come here and see how we have 
the ability to truly grow our association through everything we're going to experience and then subsequent membership drives as we go into the fall and into the years to come. I, I, I just, I, there is, there's so much that we can reap in, in being able to reunite after what has been a lot of months of us being isolated and not able to talk about the great things we're doing in our organizations or across the country and world. Wow. Huge impact opportunity, this reunion, and uh, I'm motivated. Uh, I know our listeners are going to be motivated after listening to you ladies describe this in such positive detail. So thanks. Um, thanks for your participation today. Uh, just a great overview of the reunion. We'll have more to come, folks, as we, uh, we do the lead up and the podcast, um, having guests uh, come in and, and talk more about it and their involvement. Um, but uh, just want to thank Lisa and Bev for your participation today. Uh, um, and you're welcome back anytime, ladies. It was, it was great. So thank you both. You're welcome. It was a pleasure. Yes. Thank you so much for doing everything you're doing, Dave. Well, folks, that's a wrap for another episode of uh, the Silver Caduceus Association podcast. As always, you can find us on our website at silvercaducesassociation.org. And um, as uh, Bev and Lisa mentioned today, uh, connect with them directly on LinkedIn uh, to learn more about the reunion. Thanks, everyone. We'll talk again soon. And uh, by the way, Happy New Year. Talk soon. For more information or to listen to other episodes, please visit silvercaducesassociation.org.